Hi, this is Mike Madura and you're listening to the ZFM Sports Podcast. Z. Nice, Messi! It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. It's time for the biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behavior. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. On the Monday after a weekend that offered so much promise for Liverpool fans, we join you after the crushing disappointment of missing out on a title by one point in what was an epic finale in the English Premier League. My name is Mike Madoda. This is ZFM Sport on a Monday, Manic Monday, and in studio to deliver that show, Alois Bunjira, Chris Midzi, Barry Manandi, our producer, is Sean Tafiri. Elsewhere, we'll give you the, uh, the headlines on the home front. South Africa's Albert Venter recorded his maiden Sunshine Tour victory after two rounds of a sudden death playoff against compatriots Louis Albets and Stefan Weirs Taylor on an exciting final day at the Zim Open Golf Championship at Royal Harare Golf Club yesterday. Elsewhere, Justin Thomas produced a dramatic final round fight back to win the PGA Championship. Also take you around the world in 60 with updates from New Zealand, Spain, as well as the United States where the Golden State Warriors dubbed nation took a 3-0 series lead and is closer to a place in the NBA Finals thanks to a 109-100 to win over the Dallas Mavericks early this morning. In the Casa Lager World Football Report, as Mike said earlier, the blue moon rose again as Pep Guardiola declared that uh, he and his Manchester City side are legends after winning a fourth Premier League title in the last five seasons. In Italy, AC Milan defender David Calabria uh, hasn't insisted that he is, quote, really proud of the way he and his teammates fought for the Scudetto as the Rossoneri won the title after winning 3-0 at Sassuolo uh, to finish two points clear of city rivals Internazionale. Actually made the Sassuolo Stadium their own as the trophy presentation took place. And Leon midfielder Lindsay Horan uh, hailed her side's ability to play like Leon as or maybe Lions as she wanted to say as key uh, to them beating Barcelona in the Women's Champions league final and as they claim their eighth European title the Warriors the Chevrons the Cheetahs the Mighty Warriors and the Sables from the pool to the track to the field we are Team Zimbabwe Right, uh, let's uh, give you, of course, our social media credentials so that you can be a part of the show. Join us in conversation with your thoughts and uh, your views. Our WhatsApp number direct into the studio. The most efficient way to have your message read. 0731-168-045. I'll give you that number again. 0731-168-045. We're also on Twitter and Facebook. Follow and interact with at ZFM Sport. And don't forget, uh, ZFM Sport is available as a podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, or 
wherever you get your podcast. Simply search for ZFM Sport and subscribe. Uh, before we get into the golf, the Zim Open, let's give you a local sports news roundup with cricket, rugby, and news out of the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League. The Home Front. Local sports news and analysis. We'll start off with some cricket news where Namibia beat Zimbabwe by six wickets in the fourth T20 International at Queen Sports Club to level the five-match series at two all and set up a series decider at the same venue tomorrow. After being sent into bat, Zimbabwe scored 157 for eight with Wesley Madewere leading the charge with 50 off 32 balls, which was his second consecutive half-century after his match-winning effort in the second match. Namibia's Gerard Erasmus then steered the visitors to victory, hitting a four off the last ball of the match as Namibia Namibia reached 161 for four. We'll head over to some rugby news. The Southwestern District Eagles dispatched the Zimbabwe Goshawks 48-0 in a superb performance in the Curry Cup First Division in South Africa. It was the Eagles' fifth win in seven games and keeps them in the hunt for the competition's playoffs while it was a disappointing performance from the Goshawks who suffered their fourth loss in the competition. Guys, we... We knew going into this tournament that there were a lot of there was a lot of experimentation that was going to be going on. It's a lot of testing, and we weren't expecting much from the Goshawks. But this result is a little bit uh, yeah, disappointing. It's, it's also it also exposes that uh, you know we've and the wins that we've we've managed to get have been rather narrow. So uh, I think it just shows the level of the team that's been selected uh, in the, in that Goshawk setup, meaning that we need reinforcements before we go for those World Cup qualifiers. We'll finish off with some news out of the Castle. Premier Soccer League where Dynamos have temporarily suspended head coach Tundirai Ndirai amid allegations of corruption and insubordination. Ndirai's suspension was announced following a meeting held by the club's executive along with majority shareholder Bernard Marriott Lusengo on Saturday. The club did not reveal the reasons for the surprise move and the Glamour Boys are expected to make a final decision on Ndirai's future before their next match against her rentals this weekend. Alois, there was already a lot swirling around is he the best person for Dynamos at the moment? Is football is lackluster, but he was getting the results. This decision by Dynamos seems uh, a little bit uh, knee-jerk. Yeah, I, I don't know. You know, sometimes when you when you employ a coach, I think it's best to uh, to to actually agree on what you want. You know, give the coach the mandate. Mm. You know, and tell them maybe sometimes even the philosophy of the club. You know, so that the, he knows because if they're saying that he's playing, but because he's got results, he's not, he's just like. On second in second position, he's got the results. If they're saying now it's boring football, did they employ him to say to play boring football? Because he publicly said he doesn't care about good football. And he said so it might have come from his employers who, who actually agree with him that you can don't worry, we want we want that. So we don't know. In subordination, some in our stuff, we don't know. It's, it's, it's just the hours. So there's some rumors that are swirling though. Do you think there's any credence to some of the rumors around twenty nineteen? Yeah, I don't about in subordination. You know, sometimes you don't know how people have got these relationships at their workplace. We don't really, we don't really know that he is arrogant. Uh, I, sometimes I see him as somebody who is assertive. You know, usually when someone is assertive and confident and knows what he wants, he doesn't want to be pushed around. I think Agun Zizou maybe is arrogant. So we don't really know. I think Zino Songobuda, at the end of the day, the truth will come out. Hi, my name is Ryan Kenz, Sunshine Tour professional golfer, and you're listening to ZFM Sport. 
And golf is where we tee off and South Africa's Albert Venter recorded his maiden Sunshine Tour victory after two rounds of a sudden death playoff against compatriots Luis Alberts and Stefan Weirs-Taylor on an exciting final day at the Zim Open Golf Championship at Royal Harare. Venter won with a birdie at the second extra hole, taking advantage of Alberts, who missed his putt for birdie, while Weirs-Taylor, who had an opportunity to win in regulation play, had missed the green with his approach shot. Let's hear from the Zim Open winner, Albert Venter. Dan had a very, very good round going. You know, he, he got off to a quick start. And, um, you know, at that stage, you can't, can't try and fire each and every time. You know, you just need to keep on playing your game. Um, you know, I kept on hitting fairways and greens and uh, I obviously made some putts, you know. And uh, at the end of the day, I'm happy I came out the better man. And, yeah, onwards and upwards from here. At the end of the day, he's happy he came out the better man, Barry, and that's simply because of the golf that he played in his final round. He was absolutely uh, magnificent, and he went into that playoff with all the momentum. He certainly did. I mean, uh, opened his round uh, five shots off the lead, um, and uh, to be able to haul back uh, those shots, uh, and then also take it to a playoff. Uh, Yes, uh, a combination of him playing well, and then also the leaders dropping shots. I mean, Vias Taylor um, was on 11 under with one hole to play went on to the 18th found the trees which you regularly find at Royal Hotel <laughs> on the left hand side and then of course then he had to, to give that shot back he doesn't have my powers of recovery <laughs> he my he prowess doesn't. he hasn't been watching your, your, your DVDs no he uh, hasn't <laughs> I said DVDs they missed the my trick goodness, I showed my age <laughs> <laughs> but uh, when he gave that shot back obviously allowed uh, Fenter back into, into, into what's uh, the pressure yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Because it's because we, to... we're going to talk about the USPGA Championship yep. later on. Yeah. And we're going to see something very similar, a, mm. s- a similar script, you know, going into the last two holes and then dropped shots. So it speaks of pressure, yeah. especially in those last two holes, especially if you're leading and yeah. you are that close to grabbing the trophy. Exactly. And and the only thing I can assume, unfortunately, we weren't able to be there, but I can only assume that uh, going onto that final tee box, your, your frame of mind, if you're in the lead, should be play for par. Here, it looks like when you try and bumper that ball, you know what happens. You can then veer off to the left or to the right. And he tried perhaps to play for too much. And that was as a result of the pressure because uh, the lead was a bit narrow uh, and wanted to go into the clubhouse with perhaps two shots uh, ahead of the, the, the chasers. Uh, that wasn't to be and ultimately gave uh, everybody a shot uh, at the play the, that playoff. And of course, uh, he went uh, on to lose that playoff and uh, Venter, Albert Venter, successful. And uh, I remember, Chris, when the sponsorship for uh, the Zim Open was announced. A lot of people snickered at the amounts that were being mentioned mm-hmm. in the press then because, you know, it was like, what, 20-odd thousand? Yeah. But I think uh, there's now the realisation that that was probably just to cover the administrative costs yes. Yes. because when you take a look at the uh, prize packet, decent, especially for an event in Zimbabwe yeah. and on the Sunshine Tour. Yeah, very decent. Um, Fenter walked away with 317,000 rand and the two runners-up received 180,400 rand each. So, when you take a look at those packets, those are not packets to snigger at. Yeah. Um, I think there's surprisingly pleasing numbers. And I think that initial amount that we heard was just from the one sponsor. I think what we then saw, and it was very clear across the socials, was that corporate Zimbabwe actually did 
show up for this event and kudos to the organizers to br- to bring them on board get that trust and hopefully it continues on this pathway well, well we did talk about zambia's madali somutia he was in third place tied for third on friday heading into the championship weekend well it sort of unraveled as he settled for eighth position on five under par american dan erickson had a chance to finally end south africa's dominance of the fbc zim open but closed with two successive bogeys to finish on eight under par and then also on eight under par where south africans louis diaga and yako alias uh, while overnight leader luca Filippi settled for fifth oh. position after carding a two over par 74 to finish on six under par we had said barry if he could shoot two under two under on successive days he put himself in the frame and he fell apart after having such a commanding lead we thought he was odds on favor to to to, to see it up absolutely and 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 look at it um had he played two par rounds he'd have won the tournament because yeah. here winning winning uh, um, uh, total was uh, 10 under or at least to get into the playoff he would have finished at 11 under which he was sitting on on Friday instead what did he do he gave what uh, five shots back uh, on the two days in the weekend and consequently counted himself completely out finishing in seventh position so it's a, it's an unraveling uh, that is a little disappointing but again a sign of pressure yeah, Chris uh, we talked about a success for Zimbabwe being perhaps to have one of our players finish yeah. in the top 10 it was and, not to be yeah it was not to be and our, our best hope um, on Friday was Ryan Keynes he was the highest placed Zimbabwean and um, he finished on tie for 14th position two under par after cutting 69 in the final round so a bit disappointing the rest of the Zimbabweans not looking too flash either tie for 38th uh, Shahid Mohammed um Keegan Schutt after that as well. Um, Jack Allard and Yasha Miambo tied for 41st, 6 over. Robson Junoi, we talked him up quite a bit before the tournament actually started. Uh, tied for 47. Um, Stuart Krog, 52nd. Brian Gondo, 53rd. So when you take a look at that, uh, our numbers not looking too great. And again, the South Africans came to dom- dominate our tournament. Uh, absolutely. And uh, once again, it's congratulations to Albert Venter, the winner of the 2022 Zim Open and of course uh, work, walking away with a pretty pay packet 317,000 rand that must be about 20,000 or so US dollars uh, decent money uh, you know uh, if you're playing on the Sunshine Tour uh, but uh, our hope as Zimbabwe is to see a challenge from someone who's flying the Zimbabwe flag and we hope that might materialize in 12 months time now get in touch with us with your thoughts if you're out at Royal Harare send us your message on Twitter at ZFM Sport. Uh, after this, uh, we'll of course I'll be reading as many of your messages as we can during the fan zone uh, as we build up uh, to what should be a phenomenal second half of the show where we'll be wrapping up the two major leagues that were still in action that is the English Premier League as well as Serie A. Hi, my name is Ryan Kins, Sunshine Tour professional golfer, and you're listening to ZFM Sport. Right, uh, let's go international with the golf now. We're PGA Championship uh, champion Justin Thomas says he knew his rivals had to be nervous as he pulled off a stunning final round comeback to claim his second major title. Thomas equaled the biggest final day comeback in the tournament's history as he overcame a seven-shot deficit at the start of the final round to reach a playoff in which he defeated a fellow American, Will Zalatoris. Let's go and hear from the action at the PGA Championship. It's uh, very, very special. It just was, I mean, anytime you win, it's obviously great, but getting it done different ways, I think, teaches a lot, or it, it's a great learning opportunity, and I, I, 
I mean, I, I fought so hard today, and I mean, I I was out of it, and I kind of was back in, and it just is, it's this golf course is tough. Winning a tournament is tough. Winning a major is tough, and I just tried to stay patient, and um, I felt when I somehow got myself in that playoff, I, you know, it's time to just go get after it and get it done. It feels awesome. It's so it's so nice to hear two time instead of one time. Z. Uh, that is, of course, uh, the USPGA champion, uh, Justin Thomas, with a monumental comeback. And uh, similarities between the Zim Open as well as the USPGA <laughs> champion, because they had overnight leaders who looked like they were perhaps a shoe-in for the titles. But just like at the Zim Open, Barry, uh, where we, of course, had, uh, uh, what was his name again? Uh, he fell away very badly. Um, oh, um... What's his name? Uh, V.S. Taylor. Yeah, no, yeah, he fell away very badly. No, 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 man. Uh, the, the the guy with a with a very interesting name. Uh, he was leading. Which, oh, uh, Luca Filippi. <laughs> Luca Filippi. <laughs> yeah. uh, we had uh, Pereira who was leading, of course, uh, at uh, at the USPGA yes. Championship, and then he fell away very badly. And again, we have that tale of pressure in the final two holes, dropped shots there, and that just opened the door uh, on uh, Justin Thomas, who had all the momentum uh, heading into that playoff. One of the most difficult things for us to explain as pundits is uh, uh, the ability to know how. Mm. We always talk about experience and whatnot. It's a, it's a great thing to say, but it's so hard to define what it actually looks like. Vito Pereira uh, of Chile, this was going to be his first. He was going to break his duck, and it's so hard to break your duck because, especially when you've got somebody who knows how chasing you, that pressure can come to bear. I honestly thought, looking at even going through nine holes, I thought we were going to have a new name mm. on the trophy. I thought we were going to have a debutante winner because Cameron Young was in the frame, Will Zalatoris was in the frame and of course uh, Mitu Pereira was leading uh, the, the, the PGA Championship but JT he held his nerve, knew how took it to a playoff and boom uh, did the job. and he blessed uh, the playoff I mean he produced a near perfect three hole display to see off Salatoris making birdies at the 13th and 17th before sealing victory with a tap in par at the challenging 18th so he had the momentum and he saw it out uh, Barry's already mentioned Chris the fact that hey he was expecting a new name on the trophy mm. uh, and if you take a look at that leaderboard uh, the top 10 you know save for Rory McIlroy and uh, uh, Tommy Flitwood Mm. Uh, and of course uh, Justin Thomas you don't see the usual names there no definitely uh, and, not uh, this was a breath of fresh air I think uh, for the um, uh, for, 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 for the major tournaments uh, in golf yeah when you take a look at some of the names uh, Matt Fitzpatrick Chris Kirk um, Adam Anser Tom Hodge those are some new names that I think a lot of people hadn't really heard about. Unless you're particularly deep into golf, yeah, you probably have. They're not your usual challenges. Yeah, they, they're not the usual champions. They're not even the people that you would have as part of the discussion before going into the PGA Championship. So Seamus really Power great. will finish t- uh, tied for ninth, uh, and Brendan Steele. You occasionally hear them talked about, yes. but never in the frame for winning major championships. Yeah, so this is really great. I think it's great for the sport to have a lot of new blood, new talent coming in, new discussions. And I think it also puts pressure on the regulars to maintain or step up their game. Hi, I'm JC Creel, Springbok and Blue Bulls backline player. You are listening to ZFM Sports. Around the world in 60 seconds. International Sports News. We kick off in New Zealand where the Waratahs upset the Highlanders 32-20 in a seesawing Super Rugby Pacific clash at the Forsyth Bar Stadium in Dunedin. Tain- 
Edmund scored a late try to wrap up a famous win as the Waratahs beat the Highlanders for the first time in Dunedin since 2008. In the rest of the results, elsewhere, the Crusaders thumping Fiji and Drew a 61-3. The Reds beating Moana Pacifica 34-22. The Chiefs beat the Force 54-21. The Hurricanes uh, with a win against the Rebels 45-22. And the Blues with a narrow win against the Brumbies 21-19. We'll, t- we'll head over to the United States where the Golden State Warriors took a 3-0 series lead and edged closer to a place in the NBA Finals thanks to a 109-100 win over the Dallas Mavericks early this morning. History is now on the Warriors' side as no team has ever come back from a 3-0 series deficit in the NBA playoffs in 146 attempts. The Warriors are bidding to reach a sixth NBA Finals in eight seasons and are set to face either Miami Heat or the Boston Celtics. The Heat currently leads the series 2-1 with Game 4 scheduled for 2.30 a.m. Mike, the Golden State Warriors cruising along nicely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, doing the business uh, and I think uh, Steph Curry as well. Uh, I think he's been leading from the front, especially after a few pundits uh, questioned his ability uh, to assert himself during the playoffs. Uh, he was almost seen as a regular season type of star, but I think he's really led the team uh, from the front, as it were. Uh, and uh, you throw in the likes of Jordan Poole into that mix, Draymond Green as well, who's discovering his more physical uh, side uh, and becoming a top defensive player once again. I think uh, they're the team to beat. And we'll touch down in Spain where Max Verstappen capitalised on Charles Leclerc's costly engine failure to win in a dramatic Spanish Grand Prix and take the championship lead. The helter-skelter Barcelona race picked up with incidents from start to finish. Leclerc had held comfortable advantage out in front before the pole sitter suffered a race-ending Ferrari issue on lap 27. We'd love to get into that, but you can catch that action on tomorrow's Formula One report. It's probably brought to you by Simoco. The hits live here. So let's go to radio. Where hit music lives. I like me better when I'm with you. See the Corsolada Premier Soccer League. La Liga. Serie A. The English Premier League. The Bundesliga. It all comes together with the Castle on the Castle Lager World Football Report. Cancelo, Ming saw it, in goes De Bruyne. Kevin De Bruyne! Number one! From the brink of despair, elation! From catastrophe, cacophonic joy! The winners... The champions of the land, Manchester City. They terrified their people. They shredded the senses of all who invested in them. But they got it done. Z. Yes, indeed. Uh, the dulcet tones of Peter Drury and Pep Guardiola smiling from ear to ear. King and lord of all he surveys. And he's described his city and squad as legends after lifting a fourth Premier League title in five seasons. City will crown champions after they spectacularly came from two goals down to beat Aston Villa 3-2 at the Etihad. Three goals and five minutes late in the game turned the match and the title race on its head as substitute Ilkay Gundogan scored two. Let's hear from him. It was an unbelievable game. Uh, I don't know what to say, to be honest. I don't even know what the Liverpool score was at the end. But... 
But yeah, uh, obviously, it's been fantastic the last uh, 15, 20 minutes scoring three goals. I know it's uh, maybe tough to say, but um, if Liverpool would not be de uh, there and uh, would not play the way they are playing, uh, an incredible football um, and uh, very successful, I don't think um, that uh, this league could have been that, that, that attractive. So um, even though, again, they finished uh, just one point, uh, I think, behind us, I think they played an incredible season and uh, I think we pushed each other uh, again to the to the limits and um, even though it's a sad day for them today I think um, you need to appreciate what they've done and uh, especially my former coach I mean uh, which uh, which I still um, like a lot uh, congratulations to them as well and um, we are looking forward to compete again with them next season See. Gerard playing for his former coach Jurgen Klopp and wanting to deliver a crown. Ilkay Gundogan playing against his former coach Jurgen Klopp and delivering a crown for his current coach Pep Guardiola. Michael, I believed you. I thought it would happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I think uh, first of all, I think uh, Ilkay Gundogan so gracious. Yeah, uh, I think uh, in and magnanimous uh, mm. in in that moment of victory. I think uh, so many times uh, a lot of people will turn the attention strictly to themselves yeah. uh, in celebration, but I think the magnitude of City's achievement uh, really comes to light because of the team that they have vanquished, yeah. the team that they have beat. Yeah. I mean, if the team that it comes second was 25 points uh, behind would have been talking about a, 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 an easy title but they were pushed all the way and not just all the way to the final day uh, they were pushed all the way to the final 15 minutes yeah. of the league season yeah. uh, and Man City came out on top because Man City have done what they have done more often and more repeatedly than any other team in the league that is to win matches mm. and also to score goals uh, they score a lot of goals Man City and even when they are 2-0 down as we saw the previous weekend uh, versus West Ham they're never out of the game they have that quality they have the capable performers who they can call upon to actually get them over the line Last weekend against West Ham, it was a draw. Yeah. Missed penalty by Mahrez. Could have won that game 3-2 mm -hmm. and, and sealed it then. This time it was Ilkay Gundogan, who was one of the most outstanding players in the league last season. Yeah. He's been a bit part player at City this time and just speaks volumes of the quality uh, under Pep Guardiola. So it, it's a big congratulations, I think, to Man City. And you've got to say that on the whole, just like they shaded it by one point, they're happy in the better side. Is 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 that the, the sum total, Chris, that uh, these two teams have ultimately brought the best out of each other mm. they both have quality but you need that quality to be squeezed out of you and that's pretty much what Pep Guardiola and Jurgen Klopp have done to each other yeah and when you take a look at those two teams just in terms of the character they show consistently throughout the season we talked about um, Liverpool clawing back 14 points behind they managed to claw it all the way back to one point on the final day I think Manchester City not I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say limping through but when you take a look at how they've won their last few matches they've won their last few matches sort of in the dying moments but they've managed to get it they so I think out. they closed it out so when you take a look at that you have to have someone who is able to consistently push you even on the final day I think it's exactly what made the final day so exciting is the fact that you had two incredible teams that were so narrowly separated I think that's what made it incredibly exciting and that's why we love this sport I know a man who loves the Man City coach Pep Guardiola that man is Alois Bungira and Pep Guardiola may not not have delivered the Champions League crown for Man City that, and they crave that title uh, but four Premier League titles in five years demonstrates a period of dominance to match his time at Barcelona and Bayern Munich let's hear from Pep Guardiola then we'll hear from Alice Bungir 
Mike talked about quality. Chris talked about quality. And and the quality I think that Manchester City boasts of most is probably the quality of Pep Guardiola because he just has a knack of figuring it out. Yeah, um I think I think I think uh, they've got depth. You know, uh, they've got depth of both from the coach. The coach has got depth. You know, he's got he's got a think tank that is like really deep. Mm. You know, then he has got the ammunition as well. You know, when he decides to use it, he knows how to use it. It was something else yesterday. You see, um, I was watching with my son yesterday, and a two-zero down. I actually gave up, and I was like, ah, this this game is out. That's then at half, just no, at half time, he, he was warming up. Uh, Zinchenko, and I was like, ah, what is he trying to do? Zinchenko is only a left back, yeah, a youngster. What is he trying to do here? Then he actually switched them positions. He, he, he shuffled them around. Then Zichengu, and then Zichengu started playing. I was like, but he is actually doing well, <laughs> you know. <laughs> he was actually he doing well. That, the guy, the boy, was fired up. Yeah. Then he brought in another substitute, and I'm like, okay, Kundokan. I was expecting Grealish. Yeah. If it was me, I was thinking, <laughs> yes. let, let, let him take, <laughs> take on Grealish. He's former team and everything. Yeah. He's fired up for this. You know, it's Kundokan. I'm like, I this guy. You know, and then you see that that knack of yes, figuring it out. Sterling, I was like, oh, okay, he's taking out my rest. Oh, come, come on, guys, Marez is actually somebody who can deliver at any minute. But then the three substitutes actually won them. They, they came won okay, the match. of course, with the De Bruyne as well playing playing a part. I think it was a masterstroke. But like I said, I think it was the depth of Man City and the never die spirit that they, ex- they you know i was i was out i was like a two zero down <laughs> and, and and aston villa actually missed the third seater to, yeah to they go did. three Ollie Watkins it, yeah closed it out, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then all of a sudden it was a blitz yeah there, there, there's a, a message here and guys guys there's only one winner and tingadonye paranatichiti bring the best out of each other and we're in a four and we're one epl yeah if you're going to be blinkered or yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. uh that's and, your one and two uh, for yeah the past you, you're gonna you're gonna have that that's not like a pub a pub type argument but when you take a look and I think one of the things that illustrates how much Liverpool pushes City the best out of City is if you take a look at last season where Liverpool was bedeviled by a lot of injuries uh, City only managed to get to 86 points they lost 6 matches last season meaning that you know what they really went pushed to to play their best football uh, and pushed to the point of desperation to win the title Mm -hmm. but if you take a look at the seasons in which Liverpool has pushed them uh, one of of the seasons uh, they ended up getting 90 98 points, yeah. points with and Liverpool 97, 97 points yeah, yeah. and this time again they've breached the 90 point barrier yeah. so that's what we talk about when we say push each other it's not sure. about oh no let's compare who's got more titles in five years if Pep Guardiola himself is openly acknowledging that you know what and Gundogan is op- 
uh, openly acknowledging that hey, these guys have pushed us. Yeah. We've had to play our best football to get over the line, and that, that that's the word we're going to take. So it's congratulations to City. There'll only be one winner, yes. uh, and of course, a lot of people will snicker at Liverpool, uh, mm-hmm. Barry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Liverpool at least has got a bit of silverware to put in the trophy cabinet. Yeah, certainly, already two trophies and playing for a third on a Saturday. So it's uh, it's credit to Liverpool on on that from that perspective. And don't forget when Liverpool won the title, Liverpool they had to go nearly perfect to win that title. Shelton in Bidula says the way Mike criticizes Thomas Tuchel is unfair. His squad was hit hard by injuries to key players and he changed everything. You didn't do the same to Klopp last year when VVD and company were injured. Answer, Michael. <laughs> uh, last year, with VVD and company injured, Liverpool finished ahead of Chelsea. Yeah, mm. yeah that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Drop yeah. the mic moment. I'm done. <laughs> and leaves the yeah. studio. Yes. <laughs> and, yes. And with with all those injuries yeah, that, yeah. that Liverpool had, Liverpool finished ahead of Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. Think about it. Yeah, that's, uh, that's you know one other one other argument from the fans. Like I, I still think it's a pub argument that uh, you won it because of money. I, I don't understand no that. No Liverpool has got quality. Chelsea has got quality. Man City has got quality. How much you bought those that quality? It's United has spent. Everybody has spent. Everybody is spending yeah. money. United has spent more than everyone. I, I love the conspiracy theories. And the city Agatenga game period. Maria Katayo. Uh, <laughs> And we need to understand the fine margins, and that's I think what we try to uh, sort of explain to an extent on this show yes. uh, that there are such fine margins in the tactical approach of these managers mm. that a simple tweak in the can system change, of a player can, can shift a game so quickly, it can turn it on its head that you can score yeah. four or five you, goals you, you, in a very short space of time. Yeah, well, we what, the, what, they, what they're trying to say is almost similar to say just because PSG collapsed versus Madrid, Madrid bought the game. No. Uh, and so forth. No. Guys, give credit to Pep Guardiola. He made the necessary changes. Yes. He had the quality and that quality yeah. actually delivered on the day. Uh, another message here says congratulations uh, to uh, to uh, Pep and his city team, but he mustn't play down. He's failing to win U- UEFA Champions League by saying EPL is the most difficult to win of all the competitions. But welcome to welcome one to the English Premier League. Welcome yeah. to yeah. England. He's going to be a failure in England. Yeah. So he's obtained Ruka. If the EPL was so easy to win, and it, why has he won it four times out of the five years? Yeah. Here's a stat for you guys. Pep now has 10 league titles to his name in just 13 seasons. He's only gone three seasons where he hasn't won a title wherever he's been in contention. But it's crazy to me the the continued questions around Pep Guardiola's abilities. It's really it's wild when you just take a look at the record. Nah. When you literally yeah. just watch the game. Yeah, just, just watch the game. We, 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 we are polarized that way. You know, yeah. the, the, yeah. Just the same people who were criticizing Pep Guardiola for being knocked out of the Champions League who were celebrating uh, for winning the, the English <laughs> Premier League. Yes. You know, it, it's it's like that. And uh, But the fact <laughs> is, when you watch any of Pep Guardiola's teams, you
you are entertained. Oh, you yes, are, not yeah. And they're not and there's a plan. There's a plan there. And and they play differently. Barcelona played differently. Bayern Munich, Bayern Munich played differently yeah. uh, to Man City. And, and he was Pep- in the final of the Champions League anyway with yes. Man City. That was close. Like, Shelton really close. again says Pep Guardiola has the best squad in England. Of course, he built it. He built it. That's part of his job. Manchester United has spent more money than Manchester than than Man City over the last decade. You build that squad and then you win with it. Okay, first season Pep Guardiola gets their alloys. Yeah. He finds City in disarray. He finished third. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. And so it means that he actually has developed the squad and improved it. Samari, money is not a guarantee for victory. It's if not, it was a guarantee oh. for victory, PSG would have three Champions League titles yeah. by now. And they don't. Pep arrived to, to an aging squad that needed to re- be refreshed anyway. Remember, he they still had Pablo Zabaleta. And uh, listen, he had it had to be refreshed. So, guys, shall we look further down the table? Yeah. Let's talk about the relegation dogfight. Now, Leeds head coach Jesse Marsh praised his squad be- squad's belief after they avoided relegation from the Premier League after a 2-1 win over Brentford. Marsh's men had never had needed to beat Burnley's result at home to Newcastle to stand any chance of survival. And after Callum Wilson's double saw Newcastle to a 2-1 win at Turf Moor. Uh, their place in the top flight for next season was confirmed. I'm there, so happy. There was a I fist bump happy. all over the studio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Alois, everybody. Alois, um, Leeds is just great to have in the Premier League, aren't I'm they? Telling and you. especially this Leeds side. It's a side that they know that this team we're facing is better than us, but they'll still come at you. Yeah, they play. They were playing good football and they're colourful. You know, Leeds is just colourful, man. We need them in the in the league. They've got the crowds, they've got the colour, they've yeah, got, they can brilliant. play as well. They're playing uh front foot football. Yeah. You know, they were not like how oh, we can gonna sit and defend. Like Burnley. You know? Yeah, that's why I was saying Burnley should go. We won't miss them. They also come from a very, uh, an area with a very strong sports heritage right. uh, Yorkshire, Yorkshire uh, yeah. Take a look at Leeds Rhinos uh, that play rugby league, rugby league yeah. uh, You take a look at uh, Yorkshire, one of the premier uh, cricket counties cricket county, yeah. uh, And so yeah. they've got a very strong sporting heritage And Leeds United is part of that story yeah. uh, They add a lot of colour to the North West When we talk mm. about the North West being uh, you know, the centre of English football It's that area with your Leeds, with your Manchester United, Man City, Liverpool, Everton, and those teams. Uh, I'm going to throw in Burnley, but they were relegated. Uh, and I, I'm very happy they were relegated, by the way, at Burnley, because I, I just didn't like the approach to football. Yeah, same uh, and so I'm very happy for Leeds. The other reason why I'm happy is because of the quality of players that we had in the Leeds squad. There was a real fear that if they were relegated, so many players were going to be poached yes. that, that it was, yeah. was going to make it very difficult for them Rafinha. to immediately Rafinha. bounce back. Uh, just so many of them are, are really good players. They were going to be nicked. So I think now they got uh, they can consolidate, keep some of their best players, and try and build on what Jesse Marsh has brought to the team uh, in these last couple of games. All right, let's finish the story of the Premier League this season. Your results from the weekend: Arsenal imperious over Everton. Come on, Gunners! <laughs> Come on, you Gunners! Five-one uh, winners over. You see, Everton. we like you, Sean. <laughs> we like you, bud. We're with you. <laughs> Five past Everton. My goodness, that was fantastic. Leeds United, 2-1 winners over Brentford and with that su- surviving in the Premier League. Brighton, 3-1 winners over West Ham. Another side that plays very good football is Brighton. Uh, Burnley, uh, two, l- losing 2-1 to Newcastle and being relegated. Chelsea, 2-1 winners over Watford. Crystal Palace, 1-0 winners over Manchester United. A match that was watched uh, by incoming manager Eric Ten Hag. Uh, Leicester City, 4-1 over Southampton while Liverpool prevailed 3-1 over Wolves. 
Wolves, but it wasn't enough uh, to win the title. Uh, Tottenham, 5-0 winners over Norwich City. I see Mbulawa has got in touch and uh, he wants to bring a bit of perspective. He says when Man United dominated, they were the biggest spenders. When Jose's Chelsea dominated, they were the biggest, biggest spenders. True, success, yeah. success attracts the best and the best is expensive. So I reject the argument that Pep buys trophies. Well uh, Zidane won yeah. the Champions League three times. They don't rate him. Uh, then Pep is called nothing because he has struggled in the Champions League. It's a poor argument. Very good point well there. Because well ultimately, said. I don't know why people answer Ngai and Burnley don't know what he can do. What for Guardiola is not at the level of Burnley. They can't afford him first. Chris, a professor, and you say, oh, let him go and teach my ECD or grade zero at a kindergarten and then we'll see what he can do. No, it's a useless argument. Absolutely useless. I think Pep Guardiola has proved over and over again what he's able to do. Oh, good question here, guys. Uh, Will Liverpool's season be considered a failure if they don't win the Champions League? Okay, I'm, I don't think so, but then people are going to think I'm defending the, the team I support. Which you are. But I, <laughs> I'm not. The, I, I don't think so on the basis that Liverpool Football Club, guys, has fought for everything. They've been there at the bitter end of every competition mm. that they've been in. Whether they win it or not, that is phenomenal from a footballing standpoint to play every game that you, of the competition that you've been in. So, so you, you know, say no. I say no. No, I, I think it, it's still a success if, it, if they lose the Champions League because, look, I don't know why people believe that you have to win the trophy. What about finishing second? Yeah. Second is not easy in the EPL to finish second. In the Champions League, you finish second. In the Champions League, you're in the final, you're at the podium. And you still think that it's not good enough? And, you still and you've got two other trophies yeah. in the cabinet? Ah, guys, come uh, on. I think ah, the Champions yeah. League has always been a tricky trophy to, to judge yeah. people by because it's, it's only one team can win it mm. uh, and then do we then call Bayern Munich failures because uh, they, they they are not can Liverpool say hey we are better than you as Bayern Munich you're champions in Germany but it's just a Champions League final you have it so it's a very no. tricky one yeah. which is why I think when, when Pep also says that uh, he's happy we are legends because the EPL is the most difficult one to win it's because it's played over 38 games yeah. 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 and then the teams play each yeah. other twice yeah you have to be consistent so Chris, you say no as well, eh? Um, no, but I'm going to say that there's a generation of fans that will consider it a failure because there, there's, a, there's a general obsession with the silverware, with the yeah. final win. Okay. And they, there's, a, there's a pocket of people who will consider it a failure. All right, well. But they've got two trophies. <laughs> Yeah, I think some of it comes from, from the disappointment, especially from the uh, from the Liverpool fans that wanted all the four. Yeah. And now when they get because only if, two, if, yeah. now the, the disappointment was like, ah, but, but you'll never if the obsession is with silverware, Liverpool's got two. Yeah, but but those, that's not those aren't the important ones. Those aren't the ones that people really want to see. The Champions League, the and FA the Cup. EPL. Yeah. No well, one wants to win the FA Cup. No, I'm not. I didn't say that. That's putting words in my mouth. I didn't say <laughs> you that. You said it's not the important one. No, no, no. I said some people will say that mm. that is not important one. Not okay. me. Okay. All right. Usually yes. fans of teams that haven't won anything. The, fi- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the final standings in the the important Premier League <laughs> competition. Uh, Manchester City champions, of course. Second Liverpool.
Liverpool are on 92 points, Chelsea in third, and then Tottenham occupying the last Champions League position. In the Europa Cup positions, Arsenal and Manchester United. Manchester United will be playing on Thursday evenings uh, next season as no, West Ham. It's even better. We almost went to the conference. <laughs> almost, you it's almost better. went to the conference. Relegated <laughs> to the conference is West Ham United. They'll be playing in the Again, conference. Again, people try and rewrite history. And the Maunde way, Sambochena, Padamo Falls says, and excuse us, City was never in disarray. They were always winners before Pep came. They won EPL more than once and a few other cups. Okay. Uh, so tell us when uh, they they won four and five. Yeah. And uh, tell us if Pep Guardiola actually won, 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 won the EPL yes. in his first season. Yeah. And, 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 and remember, they actually had Mark Hughes. Sparky had a chance to coach Man People City. People forget yeah. that City hadn't won the title. They, they lost uh, the season Chelsea won, and then there was yeah. the season Leicester won. Yes. So there were two years in which City didn't win uh, the English Premier League title. Yeah, exactly. uh, and then Pep and he didn't won. win it. Yeah, first, and then he didn't yeah. win it the first time. So, you know, people again try to discredit Pep. They'll try and rewrite history. Anyway, cut adrift out of the Premier League. Burnley, Watford and Norwich. Mike, will, be, will you be watching the playoffs this season again? Uh, yes, I enjoy the playoffs. Yeah. I think I enjoy the emotion yeah. uh, of the playoffs. Uh, the football isn't really great, Flash, but no. <laughs> uh, it's played at 160 miles an hour. Yeah. Uh, and the players give it their all simply because it's a life-changing opportunity. Yeah, really you is, can yeah. go from being a championship player to being a Premier League player. And with that comes you know, new contracts, yeah. new sponsorships, endorsements and the likes. Richest one-off game, they call that uh, playoff final. Now player of the season for the season, Kevin De Bruyne. Football writers player of the season, Mo Salah. Uh, Golden Boot winner Mo Salah and Son Heung-min uh, on 23 goals. They share that award. Playmaker of the season, Mohamed Salah with 13 assists. Uh, Golden Glove winner is Edison and Alice who share that award 20 clean sheets apiece uh, young player of the season was Phil Foden I can't argue with any of those so yeah. we I, shan't. I agree Which I, I argue with Kevin De Bruyne as player of the season I think recency bias yes. yeah recency uh, bias yes. I, I yeah. would have gone with uh, Son uh, I thought Son over the course of the season has been consistent Salah was great he finished with better stats but Salah was very hot in the first half of the season, season but yes, Son uh, was, was consistently yeah. good yeah. and uh, all his goals non-penalty goals yes yeah. you know? and all and 23 one, one yeah. non-penalty question that was asked by this podcaster he was like why is Son never in the in the mix where there's uh, speculation so about humble. moving here and there why can't he be like PSG Real Madrid mm. <laughs> Manchester United they never he's just a he's just a first player I think it's he, like I they think, never I, want to I, touch I, him I think you have to play in a certain way he's yeah. very direct yeah. uh, and he's, he's never in the conversation type player he's a Tottenham he's a player he's Mr. Tottenham but Man United, if Man United is serious, but you see the problem is Spurs. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I was going to say nah, Spurs has qualified owner. for the Champions League, but I was saying those are the type of players that I think United should go for. Yes, yeah. Yes, to improve, make a difference. Yeah. Uh, the experience because, in the EPL yeah, and scoring, yeah. He's better than Anana Ilang, Anana Greenwood, and those. He's yeah. one of the premier guys, players in the Premier League. If you have to name sort of like the top five talents in the Premier League over True. the last five years, yeah. you have to mention Son. Yeah, you True. absolutely have to, guys. We, we're running out of time so I want to ask a question 
Do we dive into Italy or do we talk about no, let, let, let's, 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 let's uh, give them the respect they, they deserve tomorrow. They deserve. Because yeah. yes. this AC Milan, guys, it's, it's, it hasn't happened yes. in a while. I think we should absolutely give them their time in the sun. And anyway, what are we going to talk about tomorrow? Oh. <laughs> We're in off-season now. Anzi, hi, ZFM Sports Team. Dona kukutenda ine basa la makabata kufa season ichitanga kushika ipere monogo na basa. Guys, Real Madrid and Chelsea fan Elliot Choto. Guys, who do you think was the signing of the season? Oh, uh, Kulievsky. Uh, at, at Spurs. At Spurs, yes. Kulievsky, yeah? Yeah. yeah. He was a January uh, uh, transfer. Uh, because no, yeah, I think yeah. He, he, he did a bit more than Diaz. Okay. Uh, yeah. But I think he was a great signing. Great signing, yeah? Yeah, he called me flat-footed here, yeah, but when, he, when it comes to what I like and excitement, I would think that Diaz did uh, well, it was was Diaz. a Same sign. For me. Because, you know, he's, he just came in, fitted in, yeah. and started delivering. And even if Femino was there, not injured, as it were, yeah. I don't, I, he was going to struggle to get to 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 knock him out. No, no, he's a, he's a good player. is a damn good player. I saw some of his highlights. They showed his clips, just his clips, you know, to my to my good moments, to get to my flick, to my dribbling and everything. Very confident. Yeah, for me, he wowed me the first day, off the straight off the plane onto the training pitch. And yeah, yeah, Luis Diaz has been fantastic, but for me, I wouldn't mind giving it to Kulisevsky. He's been absolutely he his transform transformative work yeah, in, a at Mahas, in a struggling side he transformed and he created a front three that we never expected with mm. Son and, and Harry Kane so but it could go to either one of the two tomorrow we talk Italy and it should be exciting so don't miss it may God richly bless you that's my story and I'm sticking to it Menande out and it's Messi it is the cleanest that clean finishes from the best on the planet the biggest sports stories Chelsea the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021 the biggest interviews that uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behavior and all the analysis right here he's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world, in front of any player in the world, and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Madud, and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international, on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.